We've got a refrigerator, ignite, and emojis. Happy Saturday, friends. I was going to publish this on Friday, but Microsoft dropped a little bit of news that's kind of personal to me, and so I had to push this out to get another video which you can find on the channel up because it relates to the Xbox fridge, and if you're looking to get your hands on one of those mini fridges, you should go check that out because Microsoft has announced its availability, and if you're not ordering quick, you're gonna be ordering not at all. I mean, just given how everything in the world is right now, if you want it, you better order it when you see it because otherwise you're not gonna be it. That didn't really rhyme. Anyway, so that's why this got bumped to Saturday rather than the typical Friday. And so here we are on a Saturday morning. Hopefully you are doing wonderfully well because there's a lot of happening and a lot of talk about this week. First up, uh, Microsoft Visual Studio 2022 is going to be available, or I should say launching on November 8th. If you are just dying to get your hands on those bits, you well, you could probably install a pre-release version right now, but that's when it will become officially available and officially supported. Also, Microsoft has officially released the session catalog for Ignite. Now, Ignite is once again going to be a virtual conference, not surprising there. And also not surprising, there's a lot of topics about Windows 11, which is refreshing, fresh and familiar if you want to use some Microsoft terminology there. The reason why this is happening is twofold. One, they just launched the OS, and two, they got to convince you to move your devices over to the OS. And so they've got a lot of sessions relating to why you should do that, how you should do that, but it's also always good to see Microsoft just talking about Windows at their biggest conferences of the year because for a while they weren't always on the agenda. So no surprises there. Also, Windows Insider program is turning seven, lucky number seven, and so they're dropping some new wallpapers. Nothing really big there. I mean, obviously, Windows Insider is kind of hard to relate that it's already been seven years, and you get some new wallpapers, and I know many people listening to this have been a, an insider since day one, and I still remember uncovering an early blog post that Microsoft accidentally pushed out well, early, announcing the program before they were actually ready to do so, and so, you know, fun memories just lighting up in the neurons there. Uh, Microsoft did release a new build this week, but they also talked about a new update stack packages technology, which allows Microsoft to deliver even smaller Delta updates for minor features and improvements without having to release cumulative updates. So these are like bite-sized packages, which is great. I mean, Microsoft is making it easier to update the OS, more streamlined, but there's a lot of questions involved here because it's like, hey, this is another update process. Is this going to be happening outside of Patch Tuesday? There's just a lot to digest every time Microsoft says they can update an OS because people on the corporate side, especially IT pros listening to this, every time they hear about an update coming down the pipeline to their machines, they cross their fingers and, and, and hope that doesn't break anything. And so I'll be curious to see how Microsoft announces these things and how they roll out. And honestly, bringing more features that aren't in the annual update kind of goes against their annual update process that they announced. But whatever, here we are. Also this week, uh, Microsoft has angered me because they showed off their new emojis that are coming to Windows 11. Now, if you look at these emojis, they don't look like the things they announced back in July. In July, they announced these 3D textured emojis and they looked fantastic. They were high res, they were super awesome. And then they announced them and it's like the burr, 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 burr from the prices, right? It's like, um, what? Like that doesn't, they don't, like if you put them side by side, you can see the resemblance, but they definitely look 2D, what Microsoft is releasing and what they showed off and have been showing off heavily on social media is 3D. And these, like, they're not the same and they don't look nearly as good. And it's like a major disappointment. I don't know why they would go through all this effort to highlight how 
bright and colorful and everything else these things are and then not ship exactly what they showed off uh just i i don't know i don't know if one was rendered in a different program obviously than what you can use as an emoji of different things but then like don't tell us what you're gonna do if you can't do it so um i don't know that's a little frustrating uh windows some system for linux app is now available in the store as a preview i believe and so keep your eyes on that and to little regard for anything microsoft is updating the sacred notepad application well they're not really updating it they're giving it the modern sort of washover if you will that they've given to every other app it doesn't look like they're doing anything major but they're making the UI look consistent with the other applications inside of Windows. No major complaints there. It's just, I don't know, just be careful when you touch your notepad because it's um, it, it needs to stay pristine at the end of the day. Uh, and again, not too surprising here, some screenshots have leaked of Android apps running on Windows 11. Now, if you went back, I think it was like two weeks ago, I said, hey, like we're getting close. Like this stuff is available internally, pretty widespread. And it looks like Microsoft is getting ready to push this out the door. Now we have leaked screenshots of Android apps running on Windows 11, which again, just shows that we're really close up against that line of it becoming available. And so hopefully we'll get our hands on that sooner rather than later. And your joke of the week, my friends, is that the patch that was supposed to make AMD chips faster and improve the process that was initially um, stunting them 5 to 15% on Windows 11 is not improving anything and in some cases is actually making things worse. So um, there you go. If you have an AMD chip and you have it onto Windows 11, I don't know if I would. I would just sit back and, and enjoy your Windows 10 for a little bit. Um, and as a caveat, I, I do build this program, so blah, 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 maybe an ad, I don't know. Um, we released an update to Start 11 this week, which brings up a, just a ton of new features to uh, the program and sm smashes a lot of bugs. There's still a couple out there that we know about, but we're getting closer to being on 1.0. But you can download Start 11, and it allows you to just basically change up uh, the taskbar and the start menu and a whole bunch of other good stuff. And that's what I was working on the past couple weeks. Now... On to Xbox, Xbox News. Obviously, there is the mini fridge, but Microsoft has also released the final seasonal update for the Master Chief Collection. Obviously, this is coming out as the last bit of Halo bits before Infinite storms onto the scene in your beautifully rendered Warthog. I gotta tell you, I, I'm missing some of the multiplayer. I, I'm waiting for it to come back. Uh, waiting until December 8th is gonna be rough, and so maybe they should... Technically, I mean, the multiplayer felt good. Like, it felt ready. Like, it felt like they could just release this, but, um, but they're not not going to. Um, anyways, so anyways, if you really want your, your Halo fix, that is going to be the, the route you have to go. Xbox is also giving away a SpongeBob and Mutant Turtles consoles in, in a competition. They're not, you can't buy these, you have to win them. But if you really want to, I guess you could go enter all that stuff. But a big milestone in the world of Xbox is the Xbox Series X and S hit 100,000 units sold in Japan years ahead of the Xbox One officially, or what we, we know from sources and inside and just reputable places. It took the Xbox One 50-ish months to hit 100,000 units sold. In the Xbox Series S and X, I believe it only took about 12. So you can see the massive difference there in that the hype for the Xbox Series S and X is legit. And even in Japan, which has always been Microsoft's toughest market to crack into, it, it's doing better than it has been. Now, we I'd love to know what the actual driving mechanism here. Is it things like Xbox Game Pass? Is it that it just has more power? Is it that there's options that you have the Series S and the X? 
it could be just a combination of everything, but um, it's good news for Microsoft that they're cracking into that market faster than they did in the previous generation, and so that is good news. We also got our first beautiful look at Forza Horizon 5 this week. That is a game that is shaping up to be a... It's going to be a good, fun fun one, I think. Um, it looks like the early reviews or people who got to play initially said, hey, it's like they... they Keep you smiling the whole time. Um, I think in the graphics look impressive. Uh, this is going to be a title that I am looking forward to casually playing. I, I have played Forza, the previous Horizon games, and I'm always just sort of like, you know, you pick it up at a few hours, at, much like I play Flight Sim, um, when I'm just needing to like kind of kind of chill out, if you will, just sitting on the couch and don't feel like playing an FPS. Like Horizon, to me, falls into that category. Same with like Flight Sim. They're good games to just pick up and, and do in what Microsoft would call a snackable fashion. Um, so there you go. Okay, so on to the questions of the week, which I posted comically late, which means there's only two, but there's two venerable people who are tried and true and always in there. So we've got the first question comes in from Mad Thinus. He said, Microsoft made a big deal about the new design. Yep designed emojis for Windows 11, and then they shipped Windows 11 without them. Last night, they rolled out the insiders, and they look nothing like the 3D ones they had in the blog post. What is going on in the world of Windows? I don't know. This is, I don't know. This is like more frustrating than anything else, because the current emojis that were in Windows 10 were, were bad. Um, they they, lack, they were they lacked emotion, if you will. And the new ones were just this bright joy of life, and then where they ended up was just not there. So I don't know. I don't... It's really, it's more embarrassing than anything else, in my opinion, for Microsoft because they hyped these things up. They really did. And they were showing them off. Like, the, they tweeted out the unicorn emoji a bunch. They tweeted out the, the clippy one. And then they give us not that. And it's like, well, what were you guys doing? So, anyways. And then Mr. PKI says, since the realize came, request came in late last night, which is absolutely true. I posted it way too late. I will have to end with a tough question. Many people are wondering if there's anything so great about Windows 11 they should upgrade right now, or are they better off waiting for the first major refresh when many of the issues will be resolved? So this is a great question. First off, if you are in the camp AMD, there is it's actually a negative reason, to, like you should not upgrade because you'll take your nice performant Windows 10 machine, you'll move to Windows 11 and, and you won't have that. So, so if you're AMD, just you should not be upgrading that. We'll move on to Intel folks. Should Intel folks move to Windows 11? It's one of those things, like if you like to be on the bleeding edge and you like to educate your family members and your colleagues about what's new in Windows, then yeah. But at the end of the day, there's not a super compelling argument yet to move to Windows 11. I mean, that's the truth. Windows 10 is going to be supported for, what is it, another four, four and a half, five years at this point. And so it's not like you're, there's any rush to move. If you like what Windows 10 does today and you like the UI, then yeah, there's not a whole lot. Microsoft hasn't given us a compelling reason yet. I suspect that path will diverge as we go through the year ahead where Windows 11 will get more features such as in, on the security side, potentially, but then you got to think about corporate customers and if they can bring them to 11, why aren't they on 10? Um, it's a, it's a balancing act for Microsoft because they need the most amount of people running Windows because that's good for their, not, not even just their bottom line, but for their marketing messaging. But they also want people to move to Windows 11. I think I, I've said this time and time again, I firmly believe that the adoption rate of Windows 11 is going to be 
pretty significantly slower than Windows 10. You got to remember, 10 was following 8. And so people going from 8 to 10 was like rats fleeing, you know, fleeing a ship at that point. And so they had a massive adoption rate. I think Windows 11 is going to be much slower and it's going to be primarily driven through hardware or uh, hardware refresh cycles. Now, there's definitely going to be people who update and there's definitely going to be people who get pushed the bill, but there's also a sizable portion of the market that is running an Intel 7th gen chip or older who has no intentions of replacing the hardware yet and they will never move to Windows 11 unless they do the workarounds, which aren't great. Um, there's some people on Reddit posting about, hey, I got my 2008, uh, whatever, Lenovo running Windows 11. Well, of course, you absolutely can. You absolutely can do that, but it's not exactly the best methodology or practice because you're not secure and you don't know about update processing and you're kind of probably you know crossing your fingers a bit every time an update comes down because it might effectively break your machine. So to answer your question indirectly, like not great answers uh if you like the ui that's kind of it like if you like the window dressing quite literally window dressing um then that's a good reason to upgrade but there's no there's no there's not a significant at this time security uh you know posture that would make sense and that's kind of it like the performance stuff doesn't work on amd there's potentially some xbox uh, technology that will be in Windows 11, but we know that some of that, I believe, is actually even coming to Windows 10. The Windows Store is on, on both. And so, no, there's not, unless you like the window dressing. I mean, that's sort of the big thing, which I personally do. I do like the way Windows 11 looks, and I think I'm not the only person who is in that camp. So, there you go, guys. Hopefully that made your Saturday morning. I'm jazzed and pumped up here. It's just been, uh, I don't know, I enjoy doing this. Like, this is like my happy spot that I get to come do every single week. Hopefully you are having a happy week, a happy Saturday, happy whatever. And we'll catch all of you right back here next time.